Hello, everyone. A very quick one from me. This podcast would not be possible without our amazing podcast partners. Because you listen to the show, you are able to get your hands on exclusive savings on both Vincherry and Sourcebreaker. They're award-winning products. And if you are a growing recruitment business, then you have to check out Vincherry, who are a all-in-one recruitment operating system for your growing recruitment company. With Sourcebreaker, if you truly want to equip your teams with the best possible tools to stand out and beat the competition, you have to look at Sourcebreaker. Use the link in the show notes to get a demo booked in, check out these products, and get your hands on those exclusive savings. This is another golden nugget episode. Trying something new here where we are going to bring you some of the best golden nuggets from the 300 plus conversations we've had with high performing recruiters and successful recruitment entrepreneurs. This is the episode where you can dive straight into the value. It's going to be a short, sharp dose of uh, just great content and great learning. So enjoy it. And please do let me know what you think of the Golden Nugget episodes, if you're enjoying them, if you have a favorite right, let's one. Let's just start then. Let me know. Like a lot of people, because I'm sure you've met them, a lot of people say that they want to scale a recruitment business, but may not necessarily actually achieve that. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure you're aware, like if you were to look at the, the UK recruitment market specifically, a lot of the data suggests that most of the industry is made up of small micro businesses that are under X turnover and X amount of people. So like, I guess let's just start with like from your perspective and the journey that you've been on, why do you think a lot of people maybe struggle to scale their recruitment business if that's what they set out to do at the beginning? It's a really good question. And I think we were very successful at scaling Rethink, partly because there was four of us doing it, of course. Mm. So I was able to get the Bristol operation to sort of 30 staff and my co-founders, one in London and one in Manchester, did the same. So mm. very quickly we were at like 80 Had a good critical staff. mass. Yeah. Yeah. I did 30, they did, th- you know. Yeah. So there was a bit of a safety in numbers there, which really helped. And having the, the geographic presence from day one as well mm. and the three offices, you'll see a lot of recruitment businesses now start in one office and then when they, when they got that scale, then they yeah. open another one. We did kind of big bang approach. So we made a lot of noise, I think, personal brand is really important and I mean sort of your own brand so the founders brand Mm. what are they known for what have they done in the past how successful have they been their own reputation in the market will obviously help attract people in but it's also about knowing exactly what you're trying to build what you're trying to create I know that sounds obvious but I think some people try and scale up but without a plan without Mm. necessarily a vision without necessarily a real purpose of what they're trying to do there you know, they'll talk to people that they want to scale up because they want 50 staff. Well, that means nothing to the recruiter. Mm. He doesn't care whether you're 30, 40 or 50. They want to know what's in it for them, right? So I think that's where maybe some of the, the businesses struggle. They haven't really got a clear purpose. They haven't really got a, I'm sure you've talked so mm. much about a clear USP, a clear differentiator. Sure. I hear people all the time saying it's our people. What does that actually mean, right? Mm. Why, why are you different? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So 
I think having a really clear purpose, a really clear direct, and a plan, a budget, a budget, a clear focus on how many heads do we need to get to by what date, and what are we expecting those heads to deliver. We were religious about setting budgets in the mm. early days of Rethink, really religious that you wouldn't change. You would stick, live, or die by them, basically. I think it's it's interesting, and I think we're going to get on to the then approach mm. on later on, but. I think it's what I picked up on then. When I speak to, because I speak to a lot of recruitment entrepreneurs, I do feel like people can fall into the habit of, oh, we're only 10 today. I know we want to get to 50. I worry about budgeting and doing those things when I'm here. Whereas what, what I took from that is you sort of treated and, and sort of approached your business like it was 90 people before you yeah. got to, the, way before you got to that point. And I still do now. So yeah. I still... Still write budgets today for Revoco. I still have a, a, a monthly board meeting that I still religious, religiously put a board pack together for, even mm. though it's me and my my co-founder and my non-execs, three of us. So, but I still treat it like like that. So, I think yeah, you need a plan, and and also how do you measure? You know, how do you measure the success of your growth and your scaling if you haven't even got a plan written down on, yeah. on, on paper? So, so if I'm what, what I'd be interested to get your thoughts on then. So if I'm listening right now and I am I, I do I do want to scale my recruitment business, I might be listening to this. And go, you know what? I, I, I don't have a plan. I just know that we want to we have we want to have another really good quarter, and I am committed to this. Like, but I, I don't really know where to start. So I'm not going to ask you for the, the the what I need to do tomorrow and the things I need to start. But what I'd love to hear your thoughts on is what what good quality questions can I ask myself to understand what my purpose is, or how can I uncover what like the future looks like? What are some good questions that people can ask themselves to then unpack this? Because I think if yeah. you do that work, then you can reverse engineer stuff, can't you? And then you can really think and understand what what is it that we're trying to achieve here? I think that's where it can all start. What what good questions can people ask themselves? What typical questions do you like to ask yourself to really under, uncover that? Well, it's a really it's a really good question, and it's uh, you know it's around it's also around what why have the plan? What for? What, yeah, are, you, what exactly. are you actually trying to achieve from here? Because yeah. I think a lot of people fall into the scaling scaling up route because mm. that's what I think they see around them and that's the right thing to do right mm. but only if that's what you want to get if you want to get out of it so i guess it's a little bit of a debate around is it a lifestyle business is it a value play mm. or is it a bit of both mm. and um the, the the sort of lifestyle play is a bit obvious you can keep it small you can keep it profitable you can you can enjoy a good living out of it whereas the value the the measures are often very different headcount will be a big one revenue will be a big one you kind of not not really need to worry about profitability whilst you're scaling it's kind of the least thing you need to worry about it's all top line growth but what's the plan you know what why do you want to scale yeah what what are you trying to achieve do you have an exit strategy is it a really clear exit strategy and by the way that can be a bad thing too because <laughs> I, I can honestly admit at Rethink, we had a very clear exit strategy from day one, which we never achieved after five years because the whole economy swung. Mm. You'll remember the 08, 09, well, yeah. you might not, but it was a horrendous time. And, you know, that was the point we were sort of due to start to exit, which of course never happened. So yeah, I, I'd say, I'd say you need a really clear end goal yeah. and what, you know, really challenge yourself, ask deep questions. Why do you want to do that? Why yeah. do you, do you want to exit? Why do you want to exit? What you're going to do after you exit? You're going to do it all over again, or you know, buy a big yacht, or I don't know. Um, so yeah, have a plan, have an end goal, and then have a plan to get to that goal, and then appreciate that it won't be a smooth, mm. a smooth road.